Welcome to Integrate All, the show that helps you make smarter decisions about technology for smarter living. Today and every day, we'll be talking with the integrator. And the integrator is going to tell us more about what we need to know about IT in this first episode. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, the integrator. Thank you for having me here. So tell me about your background and how you got your start. My background, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I was putting in light sockets and switches from at home, tearing uh, TVs, radios apart, just to see what they look like and how they would actually work and see if I could actually put them back together again. And then I um, got older and I started getting formally trained in uh, technology. I earned a degree in uh, engineering electronics and uh, I was officially trained by uh, multiple manufacturers and software companies in order to specialize in certain kind of products and hardware. And uh, with that, with having said that is, I started using those different skill sets to create my own kind of vibe. Okay, your own vibe, yes. right? And it mm -hmm. turned into this business with that, Integrate All? That is correct. Great. Well, today we're talking about what you need to know, what we all need to know about information technology. So you have more than 30 years of experience in IT. Why do you do what you do? And why are you taking steps to help people? That's a very good question. So the reason that I like doing what I do is because it's a lifestyle for me. A lot of people start getting into IT or technology because they say, I can make a lot of money from it. That is not, I mean, I make money from it, don't get me wrong, but it is a lifestyle which, when you enjoy your passion, it is not work. And it, it's, it's almost like you can do it all night long. Well, most of us can be confused by all of the acronyms and the tech terms about technology. So at the end of this episode, I want to give a tip to our listeners. At the end of this episode, we're going to give you a tool that you can use to decipher some of those things that we're talking about. Now, the pandemic has caused us to rely on technology all the more. How do we protect ourselves? Well, a lot of people are starting to not work at the office anymore, so they're their security is a little bit flawed. Anytime that they have to start working from home, and um, working from home, you ha usually have kids that are playing games, and you have the uh, husband may want to listen to streaming radio and things like that, and what happens is it makes your network runs a bit slower if it's not um, segregated into different subnets, so to speak, without being technical. Okay, but, but go on and explain to us a little bit about what would a subnet be? A subnet would be equivalent to having different routers for different particular parts of your house or your business. Uh, it would be, if you will, it would be equivalent to like an um, a ice tray with different compartments in it. So those different compartments in an ice tray would be your subnet. And so those subnets would be like your primary, your guests, your IoT, which is Internet of Things, uh, your streaming, which a lot of people like to stream a lot of things. And if you have those separated, a lot of times that can actually improve your network without having to increase the speed. Okay, that's helpful. And don't forget, at the end of this episode and in the show notes, we will have a link where you can get some tools and get some tips from the integrator. 
Now, here's a tech term, endpoints. Tell us what this is and how can we use endpoints? Endpoints, that's a very good question. Uh, Most people probably, they use endpoints, like what you have is a tablet, a phone is an endpoint, anything that connects to the internet to receive or transmit data is considered an endpoint. So a cellular phone, a tablet, a computer, a car is becoming an endpoint. Uh, cameras are endpoints. Anything that connects with the internet is going to be a, considered an endpoint. So some of these cars that have internet connectivity where you can stream wireless or you have an integrated dashboard where you can search for, or maybe it's your GPS system. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And not only that is um, the tollway. That's an endpoint because they, as you go through the tollway, they... They check your tag, and then it goes into the a database. And then they swipe our credit card. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so these endpoints, these are places where technology is being used, where internet access has already been authorized, and can those create vulnerabilities for us? Yes, they can. And the way that they would create vulnerabilities would be more or less like... They have no security in them. So we'll t- I'll briefly say like um, Alexa, for example, ring doorbells. Uh, and a lot of cameras that are cheaply made has less security in them. And they use a have default passwords that's built into them. And what that does is it gives the attackers a platform in order to creep inside your network and start to access different things in your network, like the example I had given about the ice tray, separated network. So if your network is flat, meaning that you have uh, everything, you don't, you don't have it subdivided, as I was saying earlier, if they come in through the weakest link, which could be one of the cameras, one of the ring doorbells, or Alexa, they have access to the rest of your files. Okay, and that's not good. That makes you vulnerable and subject potentially to identification theft or data death. Data, excuse me, <laughs> data theft, um, ransomware, um, and many other kind of things that actually goes about. So, a lot of people, what they have a tendency to say is, "I don't have anything that they want." And um, I have to correct them. It's like, well, am I in your phone book? And if they say yes, it's like, well, I don't want my information out there. So therefore, I'm at least one person you need to protect. Yes, (laughs) that's another great point is that while we may think we're not vulnerable just simply by being connected with someone else, we are increasing their vulnerability Mm -hmm. to their information being stolen or hacked. Absolutely right. And uh, and a lot of times what happens is I'll, I'll talk about mobile devices, mobile devices in, in your cell phones. So a lot of people like to download games because they're free and it occupies a lot of their time. And uh, what happens to that is when, if something is free, you most likely are the product. Meaning that when you download the game, they ask for permissions as in, we need access to your contacts, we need access to your messages, we need access to your f- pictures. And if you're playing a game, 
And it's like, why do you need access to that? That should be a, a call sign for someone to ask. Why do you need access to that if this is just a game? So when people just say yes to all of these things, that what happens is those put little bugs into your phone, like little malwares, Trojans, and things like that, and uh, key loggers. So if someone is doing like banking online with their phone, uh, they are really vulnerable to getting attacked. Okay, we want to avoid that at all cost, but so many of us just click things when we see them. That is true. And don't ask questions because <laughs> we are going for what we want yes. rather than recognizing mm-hmm. some of the information that's required in order for us to get there. Right, right, absolutely. So what I try to do is I try to advise people to understand whenever they're clicking on certain things is to be uh, mindful of the permissions that they're asking for because you have some kids that are like, oh yeah, I just want to play this game. They download it and then next thing they know whatever device that they're using starts to run a little bit slow. And that's a good telltale sign whenever you have a bad actor in your device, it starts to slow down tremendously. It starts to use a lot of memory. And then what we call botnets is um, it's using your device and other people's device that they have the same little piece of software in, and it starts to make attack on other things. Wow. Wow. So a good indicator is that if your device has gotten slower, potentially there's something there. There's a botnet, there's malware, there's something that is causing it to slow down. That is correct. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So integrator, our homes and our businesses are interconnected. Let's talk a bit more about that, that interconnectedness between our businesses and our homes. Okay. So a lot of people... Before, there used to be these big servers in a in an office building, and now people are just actually working from the internet itself, like uh, Google Docs, uh, Dropbox, uh, anything that can be shared over the internet and not necessarily at the office is considered uh, working off the internet, so to speak. So when you're working from the internet. You have to have things in place in order to help protect you from clicking the wrong things. And so when people would click on the wrong things, it would be more or less like um, if they need to learn how to, if they need, if they forgot how to reset their password, uh, let's pick on Google for a little bit. And so they, they research Gmail and they look for phone numbers in order to call and usually those Big companies don't have phone numbers where you can actually call them, but a hacker has a phone number where you can call them, and then you can actually and they can they say things like, okay, let me let me help you out. I'm I'm a support for uh, Gmail, Microsoft, or whoever one of these big companies are, and what they would do is they would ask you, let me have access to your machine. Here's a little utility that I can actually download for you. And then I, ha- I can see what you have on your machine and what you're experiencing. So at that point, you have just given the attacker access to your computer. Because most of the time, anytime that something like that is going to happen, Microsoft is not going to voluntarily access your machine for free. If you get in contact with them, you have to go through a case number and usually you have to ask a couple of different departments in order to get what you need and they'll send you an email in order to confirm what you want to do. 
if that makes sense. Okay. But we want to be sure that the email is actually coming from Microsoft and not from a hacker. There's so many companies that can buy online ads and say they're here to help, that they represent whatever company, and then... They give you the, the tool, you download it, and you've given them access to your machine. Yes, well, actually, they're on the telephone with them. and They're on the telephone, so when they're doing their researches uh, how to change certain passwords, what they do is they give them a call, and at that point, they have access to their machine if they allow them to go to a particular link and click it. And you have to be cognizant of a lot of links that you click on or if someone is doing something so-called at the goodness of their heart, yeah. what, is their, what is their process? Yeah, these are all really helpful tips and things we need to keep in mind. So you've put together some tools and as the, the show goes on through the course of these conversations, the integrator is going to provide some tools that we can use, some tips and some things that you can check out in the show notes. So what is this week's tool? This week's tool would be more or less like understanding the terms. Uh, For example, you would have Trojans, botnets, um, what are those? And some of those tools, uh, a Trojan is a a particular malware that gets into your machine and uh, creates havoc for it. It's kind of like a COVID for your computer. Yeah, okay. (laughs) We don't want that. We don't want that at all. Correct. Okay. Now, how can we get these tools and how can we learn more about Integrate All and the Integrator? We can, um, well, a lot of a lot of the tools that are out there, a lot of people go to your big box stores and they get the AV antivirus, for the sake of this conversation, antivirus programs. And uh, a lot of times these programs are becoming obsolete because the landscape is so different at this point to where you can have an antivirus program that's on your machine and the uh, the attacker can actually slip in right up under the uh, antivirus program and you have no idea that they're still in there. So the best option is to get with someone if it's integrate all or if you have a particular IT company that you work with, get with them and ask them real deep questions. What kind of what kind of antivirus do you use? Uh, is there any kind of levels of different antivirus shoot we should be looking for? And uh, see how see how in depth they can get with you. So um, without without making this out of a sales call, it would be more or less like we have a layer of port approach. We have a the endpoint where we was talking about that's on the computer. We would have the router, and then the router would have its own particular subscription of software in order to keep the bad actors off and um, you would have um, your network sub subdivided so with those particular things either if you understand those things you can do it yourself and uh, if you don't understand those terms then you would have to seek out a professional like myself or an IT person some of them are kids down the street but they're not 
they're not formally trained. Right. What you, get. <laughs> you have more than 30 years experience <laughs> in doing this and background in engineering and you have a passion for helping people yes. avoid these pitfalls. Yes. yes, yes <laughs> which absolutely. is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great thing. Okay, so we're going to look in the show notes and then be sure to tune in for our next episode because each episode you'll offer some tools and tips that people can implement into their businesses and into their lives. So this This has been Integrate All, Smarter Technology for Smarter Living. Thank you, Integrator, for joining us. Our next episode will be What You Should Know About Hardware, so be sure to tune in to the next episode. Thanks. Thank you. From TV with TLC.